And then we'll do a clap sync in three, two, one. <laughs> fuck, I didn't clap for my own clap sync. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck? I was going to say, that's how like one clap. <laughs> well, so this is how it's been for you for like months and it's hilarious, but I'm, but, but fuck, it shouldn't be like that. Oh, God damn And, it. and okay. here I was thinking like, damn, we were pretty on time with that clap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so flawless, which is, by the way, James, if, if we are on time with a clap, it's a bad sign because there is a delay. Like, oh God. <laughs> Okay, okay. We can just let's just do it again, boys. It's okay. It's near the holidays, so we are all barely here. <laughs> That's what I say. Ooh. All right. Clap sync round two mm. in three, two, one. There we go. That's what it should sound like. I hope you guys heard both of that clap. Both of those yep. claps. Yeah. Yes. Um, out there in audience land because geez i heard both of them as well <laughs> well so that's the thing right okay it's really interesting so depending on how we choose to align the audio files like they could theoretically hear them all at once but we could never hear that but even better just line up both of the clap syncs that we did just at the same time just double our audio Okay. For the whole, oh, no. <laughs> for the whole you episode, feel like you're just going insane it. over the holidays. Well, welcome to TOT during the holidays. <laughs> All right, so maybe maybe don't do that. Maybe don't do that. But no. it's an idea. So dredge. So we played this game <laughs> called dredge. Fire. Yo, we are in a new awesome season of life where we just take play like one game a month. Yeah, one game a month and just hard vibe and then play so much fucking Halo and it's God, it's Dude, good. We but... have been we have been crushing Halo. And by that I mean playing a shitload of Halo, not being awesome at Halo. Well, actually though. I love it. that it's been unearthed from everything. Oh my god, it's right? Just, oh. It's good. Yeah, it's always good. It's so nice having every the gang back together, new people yeah. are joining. Dude, We're eight getting, v8s? Like, squads of eights. Yeah. Yeah, eight eleven. V8s we had eleven great. on Saturday. That was pretty crazy. Was I was like, it, it's like kind of anxiety for me because it's like not the amount of people, but just rather like, should we have thirteen? How awkward is that? Because you only have twelve. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine having too many friends. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, multiplayer games have always been there. Like, that's just like the league vibe. It's everything. It's like it's 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 always there. You just have to find the right one. And it's it's really amazing that Halo allows so many people. <laughs> That really yeah. is just like magic. And so many roles in gameplay styles. Like if it was like, oh, it's Valorant, but it's 12. It's like, that's it wouldn't really work out. You know what I mean? That's true. That's not I think there's also fun. something just to be said about like how each like Halo game mode takes like max 10 minutes too. So it's just like, even if you need to like, you know, people trickle on in, people trickle on out. It's great to just like join, play a couple, leave. Like it's just really nice to be able to do that as opposed to join and being like, Okay, well, we'll be done in like 45 minutes, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like plug and play. And then like as Brian learned lately, you can just join before people are done and then you're just instantly in the next like section, you know? Oh my God, just... I showed up on Saturday. <laughs> I joined the squad. Elena, oh. her computer crashed and I just loaded right in. Yeah. 
actually it, it feels th- like that was like the most like epic moment too it was just like <laughs> yeah, it really was because it was a close game yeah. i remember we're just One like flag. elena's like oh no my computer crashed we're like no what the fuck are we gonna do and she's like boys i'm in <laughs> yeah i'm loaded in i'm coming i'm coming <laughs> And, like, one flag is really hard. Like, it's really hard. Because it's, like, nobody can get an attacking round. They just can't yeah. fucking do it. Like, it's just, like, it's, like... Admittedly, you... we did just... W- I I had just watched you guys win an attacking round, which was incredible. So, all we had to do was win on defense. Yes, but, but imagine, James, we lose on defense after winning an attack round. Because you're a man down. Yeah. yeah. Or a rando shows up that just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could, I just, I mean, the devastation. Entirely possible. Yeah. For sure. Dude, and we also had this, like, so there's just, there was, like, okay, so the most part is Halo's been really fucking hype and really lovely. And so, like, that's nice for us. And it's always a backdrop of, like, there's a balance of this, which we love for its own right. And I think is, like, such a beautiful mark of history and time. And I know that not because I listen to it ever again, but because other people tell me about it, which is hype. Um, and also, you know, people can find it and go back to the history and stuff. But then there's, you know, there's also time for us too, where it's like, you know, you might forget a session of Halo, but you don't in the moment forget it in your body. Like it mm. kills you. It's lovely. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and yeah. you was, got 1% recovery that that's night. That's right. Well, so that's what happens <laughs> when I drink, right? It's like, it's like, so my favorite thing to do for people is to recommend the whoop for people who drink a lot because it will universally tell them that that is horrible for your sleep. Just, like, they'll drink one beer in a night at dinner and be like, what the fuck happened to my sleep? It'll be like, well, sorry, but that's what the science says. Um, and it's, so it's, like, I've done that before to a couple people, and they all, like, start really hyped on the whoop, and then afterwards they're like, so I kind of gave it up. I was like, why? Well, first they first they send me, like, what I would consider to be, like, you know, like, oh, God, like, loss porn, you know? Or it's like it's, like, people who, like, are betting on like irrationally on stock market stuff and then they lose a lot and then there's like oh the, yeah the porn of i like, thought that was a porn category you no. just said and i was like what the hell Laws is porn? that <laughs> i mean <laughs> start it now you want to make a career um, <laughs> i thought it was based off of that cartoon Lost. yeah that's what, that's what i was thinking too i was like pornography but in a in a four panel comic <laughs> <laughs> uh no 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 it, it's like it's like people who like yoloed five hundred thousand dollars and it's like a thousand dollars now like it's like so, so there's also win point yeah. the other side of it right which is yeah, like yeah, they yeah. yoloed a thousand dollars it's um wall street bets thing so, but but mm-hmm. it's the premise though the premise is like if you go into these sub communities the most extreme versions of winning and losing are both really like excitable yeah. concepts for people right. um so yeah what the fuck was i even talking about this is this is how where i am right so this is what a one percent recovery does to a motherfucker it's like <laughs> i just have nothing like i just today i was like what if i let the computer just talk to me like aka listening to podcasts and if i just like cleaned everything to my heart's d- content i was literally like i'm gonna take the kitchen chairs and i'm gonna turn them on their side and i'm going to clean their feet <laughs> like like mm. like who the fuck Those, does that's that? important to do it's important to do every now and again. I get it. I get it. Um, and uh, you drank two days ago. It wasn't even last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's true. Like, it's more than that, though, right? Also, because, like, there was, like, family dinners and stuff where, like, you know, Atlanta's family loves to... When, they're, when they feel they deserve it, mm. they go for 
carbs and then cheese on top of that and then cheese on top of the cheese and then ice cream and then for dessert. alcohol and then alcohol yes exactly yep. yes and they do deserve it but also you know that's like designed to destroy my lifestyle so you know um yeah but so anyways the fuck so we're talking oh, just halo was wonderful i don't know halo is wonderful yeah um it's been a vibe and it's been the reason why we've been cranking out podcast episode well it's not the reason we've been there's a we've lot been of dodging reasons why cranking, cranking out podcast out. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say why we've been cranking out one episode per month like we've right. been saying or something right. like that yeah like um, yes and no it's interesting like it definitely hasn't aided to our flexibility to recover from life being not as rigid as we'd like it to be for podcasts. But it's like, but it's, it's like I feel like they were all scheduled with good intentions to record the podcast. You know, it wasn't like mm-hmm. they were like mm-hmm. intentionally uh, stifling it. But you know, right? But it's been a fucking vibe. I mean, you get fucking eleven people together, dude. There was a se- there was a season or like a little section of our night. It was also my birthday. That was the thing on Saturday, at least. So that, that's why the fucking the drinking and the recovery so low and the screaming into the microphone and James coming and all that hype shit. Um, <laughs> steady phrasing. Yeah, <laughs> it's my birthday. I what I say. I just goes. I just did what the bo- birthday boy said. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a group of eleven of us. I'm like James coming to the middle of the circle. Um, but anyways, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This feels like either like the worst thing we've ever talked about on a really nice and friendly game, which it's definitely not, by the way, if you want to go back into our history, like we have, we've really outdone ourselves in that one. Um, I think porn on planes is really the one that really gets me. That's the one that just gives me real joy. But uh, there was also a section of Halo, right? Where we had nine and we kept getting paired with this three and they were like so fucking good. And so they were just carrying our asses and we're like good enough to win often not all the time and especially Mm. not in slayer and they were just slayers like they were just demon creatures for just putting bodies down and it was such a beautiful synergy and so like we played with them and because it was you know nine of us at that point someone trickled in someone trickled out that sort of thing um and three of them it just kept pairing us over and over again because like there was no system of like they just played together like don't let them play together and it was like this weird like hint of what it used to be like back in the day because back in the day the lobby would stay after the game was over so like imagine this concept you are playing you get random people put in but then your next game they can be there still the same random people so you can leave and start again and you can always ditch the random people but if you don't want to and you want the game to start right away you can just stay and they'll stay on your team and we would create i mean at this point like you see it on reddit all the time but the lasting friendships lifelong friendships that people would create with someone just being paired into their lobby and then just like vibing with them being like having good chemistry liking the way they talk on their fucking xbox microphone and liking the way they insult the other people's moms and you know just like really vibing (laughs) with their energy uh would create lifelong friendships and so this was decided to be getting got rid of (laughs) like many things in the world because human beings couldn't leave situations they weren't comfortable with it's a really strange situation because like at any point in time you could leave or you could mute these people but it became socially uncomfortable to stay with the same people over and over Mm. again and so 
all multiplayer games universally ditched this concept. All at once, one after another, boom, 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 boom. It was really wild to watch. It happened over the course of my lifetime. So it went from like a very social, wonderful thing where you would literally be inviting people to custom games afterwards um, to your teammates are objects that you're supposed to criticize for your failures, (laughs) basically, (laughs) if I'm really real with you. And um, it was really cool to like play with these people three games in a row and just own three games in a row and then be like typing in chat and shit. Being like, dude, this is ridiculous. Let's see you guys again. Um, and it just gave me that feeling of like, oh I yeah, Halo back, Kid, right? Yep. Yeah. Halo <laughs> Kid and whatever the fuck the other two names were. Um, it was like it all started because he was like sniping people, and he dropped like ten people with headshots. Well, it started because he typed in the chat saying like, "Apologies for your MMR," to which we were all like looking at that message, being like. What, what the fuck? And then, and, and then, then at the end of the, the match, feed, and it's just he was like Halo 24 Halo and Halo 2. Halo it's like, I oh, love that gotcha. confidence. But he backed yeah. it up, though. So, you know. <laughs> and he's getting sniper kills and BR kills, and they're all headshots, like pistol kills, like all the precision weapons. You're like, okay, this is, a, this is a gamer right here. And it's like, great. Like, we're great team players, but we could use a gamer or two. We have a couple, but we could use more. Always. Mm. <laughs> um, you can never... It's like... um. There's a really famous interview, well-ish, like one of the famous concepts from an in-game leader in Counter-Strike named Kerrigan, but many of them have discovered this over the course of their time, is that they like, they they spend so much time orchestrating the team and making sure the star players are working together and like doing all these things, and then their own gameplay suffers immensely. So they get like five kills and like 20 deaths, and but they've masterminded everything. The rotations are perfect. The, everything is beautiful. Um, but basically one after another after another after another they figure out that the game is way easier if they walk in there and shoot two people in the face like it's just way easier than trying to like coordinate their star players and they learn that if you shoot two people in the face your star players can figure the rest of it out for themselves like they can win that man up situation being the best players in the world and so now all the in-game leaders just yolo in like lunatics and just try to shoot everybody and it's working so much better for them and so, you know, you can always use a bit more gamer. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> like we love our team play, but you could always, you can feel when, we've had some Halo sessions where it's like, hmm, we need a little bit more gamer. Like, Gabe needs to get his bagels faster. Like, we need, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we just need a little more gamer, so. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a fun time. It's been yeah. really fun. Yes. But you know what else has been fun? That's true. <laughs> My horrible transitions. Uh, <laughs> we love Jason's chance. Dredge. Uh, we played Dredge this time. It, I mean, it, it came to us with high recommendations, strong That's recommendations. Right. Sure. High regards, whatever. We heard good things about it. Yes. Um, and we played it and it was fun. The end of podcast. See you next right, episode. <laughs> Listen, you're not wrong. You're absolutely right. And if you are pressed for time like we are, we understand that you leave now because that's it. In fact, I would even add on top of that, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. But actually, what I would say, though, is that all of us in our own way found ways to appreciate this type of game at this time. 
right? Mm. Like, like Zoe was mm-hmm. playing on our Switch before even the week because she was on vacation and it was like perfect. And I mean, I don't need to tell your story for you, but you know what I'm saying? Like you found a, a really sweet use case for it there. And then James, you were driving, diving in on it super early, just in the week, I, I assume playing it like every night or every day and just in vibing with that Oh my that God, sort of... I was playing this game like, like after a Halo session, I'd be like, let me just wind down with a bit of Dredge. <laughs> right. And then James I'd be like, off of Halo and I'd see him playing Dredge. I'd be like, and like oh nice. no, it's 1 p.m. a.m. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, like this game, this game, you know, the, the classic thing of like, um, turn-based strategy games where it's just like one more turn, just one of more course. turn. This game has that. Or, um, uh, the, the farming game, um, mm, where it's like one more day, Stardew Valley. Yeah, this mm-hmm. game has one more day. Or the, yeah, yeah. It's it also has a like flurry of like things to do, and you have to like sift it in your way. But it also allows like for so much to do. Like if you want to do just one more thing, mm-hmm. like because yeah, I mean I, yes, yes. It has it, it. This is a very modernly designed game, no doubt about it um but it does so in like a well like this is kind of nice way like i don't know how to put Speak it it's on like, that yeah how would you you know i think i agree with you but i want to hear your your reasoning for saying it's a modernly designed game it's like okay like it has first of all i when i say like it has a lot of things it's like on the way to completing things you are seeing more things like sort of stuff so it has mm. this like incredible explosion of like avenues of different things you can do and it's almost like space yeah yes but but it's like they do it in such a way that like they it's almost like it's taxing your and this almost sounds like a negative thing and maybe it can be if you if you're not organized but it's like it's almost like taxing your like brain space so you like desire to do things to reduce your list size but then you enjoy the things. So it's like it uses that as like momentum to like push you through. It's like there's a lot of things. Well, I can do these side things. Um, yeah. But then the side things themselves are very like Nintendo game style where they're like not the most insanely challenging hard thing you've ever done in your life. They're like sort of like nice, simple, enjoyable. Um, they're not necessarily easy, but, you know, they are completable. So it's like that bite size completable. So there's a lot of bites you can take, but they're all bite size. Right. And they're all completable. Right. And, and I think mm-hmm. that design is all the way up to the, even the islands themselves compared to like other games that these islands would be like four times as long or eight times as long or whatever else. Does that make sense? Do you guys feel that? Yeah. I, I think that that's a yeah. really good way of putting it. So let, we should probably talk about what this game is a little bit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's. Well, so how this game first came about to me was people were like, it is a. It is a an at-sea horror adventure, to which I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, what the hell does an at-sea mm. horror adventure mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but how... I almost say, like, the way of saying horror almost seems, like, disingenuous. Like, there is, I guess, eerie parts of this game. Should we go, I would say, should we go Adam and... Horror terror. It's, it's a terror game <laughs> yeah, and not horror a horror versus game? Terror. <laughs> I don't but think it's is, either. Is it even yeah, I was gonna say, is it even terrifying? Like I, I found like it's it's eerie and it, it piques your but it's like the kind of eeriness that piques your interest and it kinda has you just like, you know, exclaim like, 
what the fuck is happening to yourself yeah. as you're exploring. Because you essentially play as this, uh, you, you show up as this sailor mm. to a new town. Mm. You are the new fisherman of that island. You know some weird shit has been going down because everyone's just like being really cryptic towards you and like not really talking to you. All you know is like the last fisherman that like came to these parts, like he died, which is why you are now the new one. Um, there's like a mayor of the town and then there's also talks of an old mayor who mysteriously vanished. Um, and then they also just tell you like, don't go out at sea at night. Like that is essentially how it starts yeah. the game. So this game is like dying um, light, but in the sea. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I've never played dying light. I don't it's really a know. zombie apocalypse <laughs> game where if you go out at night, it's fucking terrifying and you can free run. It's actually right. cool. It's, um, spiritual evolution from mirror's edge, but, um, no, I just say this because I really want to highlight what what you said in terms of it was sold to you as like a horror game or like a scary game like out on the sea. And there are aspects to that. But like, boy, yeah, when you're saying that, I also thought that and I'd forgotten that. But that is like not this game. Not like, at all. It's no. spooky. It's spooky, but it's spooky in a like Halloween spooky way. You know, mm -hmm. this game is it's not even really as scary as that one neighbor who goes too far with the like the dressing of their house you know what i mean like this is like less scary than that do you know what i'm I saying think, yeah like there's there's some amount of stress to being out on the water at night and being like oh my god i'm being chased by something but like it, you know it's yeah i agree with you <laughs> like like this is like like because like soma was really taxing us right and and gabe mm -hmm. was like oh my god i forgot that i don't feel anything and like i'm sorry that i made you play this because you felt things but like at th this game is the one that like is like the scary games month game that you would imagine us playing <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> where mm -hmm. it's like ooh, but not like more than that i mean it is like a little more than that but also there's a lot of ways that you can like play it more disciplined and rest until the day and there's no real punishment for that and mostly except that some some fish only come out at night. Right. 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 That is your incentive for trying to get out at night, especially since a lot of the pursuits, which I would say like the main driver of the game is you yeah. basically have a to-do list yeah. of pursuits that pop up. Um, a lot of pursuits also encourage you to have to go out at night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but like the majority of this game is actually like a delightful gameplay loop of fishing and sailing around like really yeah. mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's like comforting and lovely and then occasionally you just get it's it's so interesting to me like how this game is structured in that way because it's like you can use it as a wind down game and i think a lot of us did in a lot of different ways and yet it like also kind of slots into a little bit eerie but like still works in that context it's just it's like, I can play it before bed and not have nightmares about it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Do you think we're just too old for nightmares? Like, <laughs> nope. No, because someone gave me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, it's just, but, but I just really want to underscore that, like, mostly this game is, like, a delightful, um, like, happy in the day in a beautiful art style, like, with these beautiful, whatever, like, fishing adventure. And then it has this eeriness that is more, like a really interesting intrigue sort of carrot on the stick that you follow through the sort of journey and um it is scary at times but like this is this is a nintendo game bro 
like but just yep. not made by nintendo like it has all of that joy like this is like mm-hmm. this is like a spiritual cousin but not exactly a successor to like animal crossing like in a way like because of like the <laughs> encyclopedia and like trying to these guys come out at night and like it's like closer to that with some eerie elements than it is to soma you know what i mean right completely yeah, exactly. agree and this is important because I wouldn't have fucking played it if I had thought it was like Soma. And I was confused at this game because everyone's like, it's so fucking good. But but they then just talked about how scary it was, I guess. And I just, I, I don't know. I haven't played it. I don't know. I, I don't know if they talked about how scary it was, but like, I heard like, um, from, uh, what did I hear from about this game? It It was, um, that it was uh, Lovecraftian, you know. Mm. Yeah, that was going to be the. And it certainly word is. I was use. Um, <laughs> the there's like spooky eldritch shit going on, which is good fun. I really enjoy all that stuff um, most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. I don't tend yeah. to enjoy. Uh, I I've never tried to read Lovecraft, but I really like the what his ideas have brought to media yeah right um, yeah no need to read it you can just interface with it constantly exactly <laughs> yeah i mean i th- i think there's there's a lot so like you know the, the, there's a lot of eeriness there's a lot of lovecraftian vibes but i think what i what also just kind of like drew me like there is that exploration component but then at I think there's also to just be said about, I guess, the degree of what the fuckness that happens that just kept me wanting to play more, mm-hmm. like in terms of catching aberrations and the art style of these aberration fish are like mm-hmm. gross, disgusting. Some are oozing, some are melting, like some of them are just bones and plays this like really, oh God, we can talk about the sound design after this, I guess, sure. but like... The, there's just a, a tone that plays when you catch an aberration and you turn it into this guy who you usually sell your fish to and he like goes you know basically like stonewalls you from selling any fish for the time being and sometimes you have to like rest for two days before you can sell fish again like mccoy had to experience that one time <laughs> um but like there's a lot of just like creepy stuff that happens that like I, like it just kept me like wanting to like keep on like unraveling the mystery and it wasn't keeping like unlike soma where it was keeping me yes. from wanting to explore more this sort of eerie vibe was like i need to go out to these other islands and see if i can poke around and find more yeah that yep. um that might explain for this and oftentimes what i found with drudge is you would go and explore and it would just unravel more threads that you're just like well what the fuck is this yeah. <laughs> like someone yeah. explained this so who is this guy that keeps on asking me for fish and he eats them in their weird ways and talks about bringing the sky down what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah i like the sky where it is thank you no it's it's well said i think that is just like that's got to be the line for us right all of us here it's like the scary game that makes you want to play it more because it's interesting or intriguing versus the scary game that doesn't make you want to play it more because it's hurting your feelings and it's hurting your body and it's hurting mm-hmm. your mind. And like, that's our line, isn't it? Like what, like the, all the other words can be damned. It's just, yeah, this is on the side of scary that you are intrigued by. It's like a mystery. It's interesting. It's intriguing. And it's, God, it's like, it's, it's so tasteful. 
I feel like is what I want to say as opposed to like pursuing the most intense shit in terms of like scary or whatever else. It's so tasteful with its, you know, you pick up a crab that that has really long legs and you move around in your inventory and you're like, ooh, like, ooh, just like that feeling of like, ah, that's disgusting. But it isn't like Jesus Christ, like I'm going for a walk. (laughs) Like it's not, you know, it's not like that. or like even even in other situations when like say you're at the gale cliffs and there's that one fish that's kind of patrolling around the areas like bumps into your ship and it's like for the time being you might be going like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck here it comes here it comes here it comes and it hits your ship but it's like it's not keeping you from like logging out and like needing to take 20 minutes to like breathe or anything like that yeah this game does not attempt to give you psychological damage for fun you know what i mean (laughs) Like, like you're like enjoying the chase. It's not like it catches you and then now you're just in a Saw movie. Like, right. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, dude. It's also, I just, I think, I guess it's just a vibe. Like this game has a really distinct, you know, mysterious, spooky vibe. That's what we're talking about. And I feel like that's what people are trying to communicate outward about the game is like, it has a vibe. And there's such a powerful way that almost everything in this game feeds that vibe. Like, yeah. it just feels so coherent and, and tasteful and, and honestly masterful. And, yeah, it's just, I think, really important for people who haven't played it to understand, like, that's what people are talking about when they say it's, like, scary. It's actually this incredibly cohesive vibe that is super perfect for this season if you're willing to lightly go into scary, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. not to mention i mean and i did not enable any of those features but i did notice in the main menu there's ways to you know if you were finding it to be scary to make the game less scary as well really um i think it was i was just looking at some options it was like um making it so no nighttime events occur so like probably like that one fish that disguises as a boat coming towards you maybe that doesn't happen maybe or eyes maybe, don't peer out at you yeah all of the eyes that show up mm-hmm. or the uh mm-hmm. the mist that turns into like a red mist that <clears throat> like freaks you out yeah right and i'm not i'm not gonna like you know judge someone obviously make the choice that makes sense to you but i would just say like do not feel the need to turn those on unless you believe that you need like it's like it's so it's so reasonable as is i feel like it's tasty yeah i think i think the phrase like yeah the the phrase tastefully done is really nice because it's also like as as dangerous as nighttime is in this game it's also not that nighttime terrors are constant either um yeah. It's really just kind of, it, it is trickled in there a bit. So you could have one nighttime voyage that ends up being, you know, fine, totally fine. perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah, Many even, yeah. nothing really happens. Um, and then you, you could go through several nighttime journeys that are like that. Um, but they will just every so often have that occasional night where, you know, a fish will come chase you or you'll, a tentacle will come out of the water um, yeah. and try to damage your boat. And I noticed and, that it gets, yeah. like, your freaked out meter, yes, exactly. like, doesn't go down unless you rest, I believe. Yep. yep. Um, and so if you stay out two nights, then they're definitely going to happen. Yeah. So, right. so it's actually manageable. <clears throat> like, your freaked out meter is what, I, 
I want to say literally, if you're not freaked out, you don't have any events. Like I want, right. I want to say yeah, that far. I think that's true. In, in, in that, like, so you have this freaked out meter, which is just this eye, and it's beautiful and tasteful and artful. Um, and it sort of shows you that you're getting scared, and like that's why you want lights. That's why you want different things. Um, that's why you want to stay not too far from home. Especially but then the, in the lights, beginning. the lights activate the the fog to turn it into red fog that freaks you out. Interesting. If really? you turn off your lights, then the fog is just normal fog. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea. Which is interesting, but also I never did that. <laughs> well, no, <that's laughs> cuz I that's... wanted my lights to be on. <laughs> no, I get it. I was... But yeah, it's just it's just you don't really if you are very diligent in your resting and you you can make night journeys not as crazy. It's it's really more about mm-hmm. like you know, it's almost a it's not quite a YOLO factor, but it's like you get braver and braver. Like this this game is literally the game equivalent of when you are hiding behind your mom's legs as a kid and then you like go out a little bit and then run back. <laughs> and then you go out a little bit more and then you run back. And you grab a little bit more and then you run back. And then eventually you like live in Mexico or something. You know what I mean? And you're writing a book. Like, it's just like, it's like, that's just how humans are. It corresponds with your ship size. You know, when you're just a tiny little trawler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't want to venture too far. Yeah. And so like, honestly, like, and that's why, like, I took my sweet time with this game. I know you can, it's, it, this is an only us problem. It would seem, but like, if you're trying to structure of how to play this game and how long and how many days and sessions and whatever, you're looking at how long to beat but the second i started playing and i realized like oh just take your fucking time like the starting area yeah you could rush through it but you can also like really 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 like have great intentionality with how far you're going out from base and like how much danger you're willing to put yourself in and you can intentionally put yourself in more or less depending on what you want to see and it's just uh you have a lot more control i would say Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. intentionality behind the like freakiness of it um and then every once in a while, you find yourself out on the seas and you kind of fucked your day up a little bit. Very Stardew Valley-esque. And you're like, oh, shit. I better get back. Um, it can be a bit harrowing. I would say, okay, can we dovetail this? And you can you can kind of push it with how many hits your boat has taken. And then you're like, oh, I'm out in the middle of the night and I have one hit left until my boat sinks. Ooh. Right. <laughs> I got to be careful. And like, or you could repair your boat all the time, no matter what, every time and rest of the morning, most times, you yeah. know, and like be that like very, so it's like, it's a, it's a spectrum based on what you, how you want to approach it. I would say part of what makes this vibe and like part of what makes like the fear aspect is sort of dovetailing into the sound design as I was talking about earlier. It's like on those nights where you go out and nothing happens, you're still, at least I'm still listening in this very like waiting for the jaguar to jump out in the night situation like this body so it's a bit of tenseness but it it's just sort of listening like is that the crash of the waves like is that thunder like what is that off on the right side like you're and you spend a lot of time like looking like huh no it's nothing like it's a lot of like you're just a guard in a fucking stealth game in this game. Like they're shooting out light bulbs and you're just like it must be the wind, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but you are like you're. So you know what I mean? It's like the sound design I think adds a lot to the eeriness that isn't always the scariness, but it's like giving you like a signal. Like you're looking for the signals in case it's gonna go crazy, 
And so even mm-hmm. if it doesn't, it's like an experience and an adventure along the way. What do you got? What do you got? Yeah, because a lot of these horrors do kind of give you an audio cue before they happen. Yeah. Um, whether it's like in the last area, there's that uh, blind fish that um, goes off of hearing. Mm-hmm. But like you always kind of know where it's at because your spatial hearing will always tell you like on what side of your boat this fish is patrolling because it kind of like makes these little screeching noises as it does it. Mm. Um, like so a lot of yeah, I guess a lot of like the bad stuff that can happen to your boat always has an audio cue. But then I feel like the they like to blend just other, I guess, like non-threatening audio sounds that could potentially trigger your like fight or flight response of like, oh God, is something about to happen? Like um, in the area with the uh, pilot, the one-armed pilot, um, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of down planes in there. And the especially mangrove. when you're like dredging, mm-hmm. yeah, the mangrove. And it, like when you're dredging through wreckage and everything, especially near these like airplanes and everything, you hear these kind of like, I don't know, just like submersible, like bubbling noises a lot of the time when you're in that area. And there's monsters there that come up from the deep and can, you know, strike you with madness. And so I feel like while there is a distinct sound that those monsters make when they come out, they also kind of masterfully designed other audio cues within the mangrove to sound similar, but not quite exactly like what those monsters sound like so when you hear something like a gurgling or bubbling around the plains you're still kind of on edge of like oh god what's around me what's about to happen something's about to happen yeah um and i just it was i I think and we we all played on controller i'm assuming yeah although i did that i did utilize my mouse near the end for manipulating my inventory because that gets old (laughs) <laughs> dude that's a pro play <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but like also the vibrations that controllers can give along with the audio cues as well sure um like i think adds to that kind of tension that you feel as mm. well yeah yeah it's yeah it's really i mean honestly this game back to front there's there's literally one thing that I can tell you in this entire game that isn't masterfully done with tasteful, like incredible, like just artful tastefulness. And that's if you press start. Um, and like, cause <laughs> oh, like, they, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like they just did not finish that shit for no reason. And listen, I'm not, it's not like a huge like critique, but I'm just saying like, it's the game is unbelievably stunningly vibe gorgeous the whole fucking time. And then you're like, wow that was an amazing hour i'm gonna pause this and get up and go to the bathroom and you hit start and you go Ugh, the fuck is that <laughs> like and then you're just like should i quit to the menu because the menu is gorgeous right and the game is yeah. gorgeous if you just leave it you're docked but like i'm just used to hitting starts so i don't know if i'm just you know old-fashioned but listen oh, i would hit start by accident and then be like oh jesus what the fuck like you're like is this a developer screen that you guys just fucking left up here like what is this um <laughs> Like, it's like, guys, like, this game is amazing. Can I give you $5 more and you just fix this screen? I know it's absurd, but, like, please, it's just, like, God, it's the last thing in the game. It's like, if you had a list of things I need to add to this game, it's like, that's it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Everything else is good. I mean, maybe another DLC if you want, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking vibe, dude. And it's, it's cool. And, like, the, it's, it's, um, a really interesting balance of, like depth to lightness when it comes to like its mechanics 
like the fishing is not that complicated and the mini games are like repeated across different god someone knows exactly what this is like if it's types of fish or whatever else but um and like the sort of upgrade tree you have like is simplified ish but like it's like still i don't know it's like in between right it's not like a super deep like 100 hour rpg that you're just like sitting there being like i'm so thankful that there's depth here because i'm really getting into it versus like the person who's like fuck i hate there's depth here i have to really get into it and then like compared to like some AAA games where it's like there's so little depth it's disgusting it's like do you just want like you have like two choices or like three choices or something and it's just like over like that was your your whole skill tree there's like a nice middle ground where like you're playing this game and you're upgrading your ship and you're going through the the paces of making money and getting these upgrades and you know working on fitting more rods for different types of fish and it's always manageable but always like exciting to get to the next piece i feel like yeah. it's it, it's really interesting how they did that because like i found myself at the end just wanting a little little bit more depth but i was amazed at how how it was striking the like the value of less depth so well which is another like modern game design thing it's like like less depth but do it well like in other words this game is just smaller and more bite-sized in a really like tasteful way like Mm -hmm. included from from back to front and i but within that i i thought the, the the upgrades and stuff were actually like really good considering that philosophy so i don't know it's like they just did a good job like it fits well like, you know, or like, I'm sure if you wanted to like min max, like it, it allows, I guess, some space for the min maxers to like truly like if you really wanted to compare like lumens, if you put, you know, these four lights versus this one big light on your ship, like sure, you can map it out and maybe have a brighter light if you go one of which ways. But I also like that. You know, you can uh, go that route if you want I, to, I but also, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we, I think we all did that, but I think it's like, but it's nice because also like, but it's not punishing for people who decide to like opt to not go that route. Mm, like I think gotcha. like McCoy in his playthrough decided to like get the small engine that takes like five research points to unlock, but then ends up and being you just one bought slot. like yeah. 20 of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you end up having 20 of those like one slot engines. Um, is that actually better? And- so here's the theory. The theory was I, I didn't optimize for speed um, necessarily, although it does get plenty fast. What happened was I would get hit and I would lose a full engine or sometimes I would lose two engines and I actually got stranded. Basically, it was excruciating to lose all of your engines and to try to get home. It was one of the most harrowing things. I was like 10 feet from fucking home, but it just like turned night before I got there. It was harrowing. And so I thought to myself, what's the goal of optimizing here? Could it be for speed? And I thought to myself, well, actually, I could optimize myself for protection against mm-hmm. hull damage. And if they're all one-tile engines, you're only going to take one tile per <clears throat> damage slot, basically. You're never going to hit a three-tile engine and take it all out in one fell swoop. So especially with the the fish that was chasing me at that time, I was thinking to myself, like, I can take hits and survive this way. And I think that's safe. And as long as it's fast enough. So, yeah. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's long and the short of that. Um, 
Yeah, that that is. I I thought about doing that, but I didn't want to give up the speed of the Max engine because mm -hmm. that thing is zooming. Yeah, I imagine it's a I lot think, faster. Oh my know, god, it, it's crazy fast. I what what I think is incredible about the way that they do engines and upgrades is that, um, like at the beginning of the game, just that first island chain feels so big. Yeah, because you just don't have the speed to explore like it all in one day. You don't have anywhere near the speed to explore it all in one day. Um, and just as as you get faster and faster, they do a really incredible job of like um, tying that to how far you need to go in the game, and also kind of your experience with the fish and with the fishing mechanics and stuff. And so like, as you want to be fishing less or as I wanted to be fishing a little bit less um, and be getting a little bit more exploring out of my days, um, I didn't even realize that I had upgraded my engines to kind of perfectly hit that curve. Yeah. <clears throat> There's so um, much of that. Until I had looked back and was like, oh my God. I'm going so fast. I don't have to worry about any time during the day, just like zooming across the map. Like I can just do it. It's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. And like, they, so, so like the, va the value of them, there's so many things like this. It's like, if you're, if, okay, let's put it this way. If you were a real person and you lived in dredge, you would believe in God because there are signs of design <laughs> everywhere in this game okay intelligent <laughs> in design way. yes in a good, way. In a good yeah. way like for example you you notice that the land masses are just like on four corners of the start the starting area is the middle and then like four corners of a square it's just one two three four in the order one two three four you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you go to them in one two three four order it's just not exactly top left but it's like they don't sit there and go like, geez, like now go to the other one across. No, no. Like literally in a sequence, in a counterclockwise, no, clockwise, doesn't matter, in a circle. You just go in a circle. Yeah. But you first need to like get out of the starting zone by having engines powerful enough to do it. And so you yeah. kind of like your first zone is just back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And then eventually it's exploring out. And they like clearly place places to dock, like within reach of a day. You just have to like have some intentionality behind it. They clearly just like it's just just everything like because even like the skill trees, like when you're upgrading the rods, for example, or anything, you're like, oh, I unlocked this new type of rod, but it's an awkward amount of tiles in my boat to put that in there. So if I upgrade this rod one more time, then it's going to fit really nicely and be way more efficient. And that's just all over the place is very clearly they know that this one will get you there, but you're going to have to make a trade-off, and this one will get you there, no trade-off, but you have to upgrade for it. And that's a lovely upgrade to think like, oh, I can spend some time in a game that's not going to punish me for taking my time. There's no resources dwindling anywhere. It's like I can take some time essentially farming right here to make this upgrade, and then I can have no trade-off. I can have both types of fishing that I want, whereas before I can only get this new type, but I had to sacrifice an old type. It's just delightful it's just delightful I, that's what a great upgrade yeah i i was so worried for a bit because i i was 
I was also just taking my sweet time with the game and I was really worried that by sleeping like so many days, especially since it tells you like what day it is at the top. Mm. I was like, what if this game ends at like day 100, regardless of where you're at? Mm. And this is all like, you know, what happens in your first 100 days as a sailor or something like that. Like, I think in the back of my mind, I was always worried about like whether there was a penalty for like sleeping, you know, for 12 hours a day sometimes or like if i just take a day to like solely dredge for uh dredge for supplies or take a day solely to just you know crank out some money for fish like i was i think in the back of my mind i was just worried that i was like behind the curve but then there was like obviously there's nothing in the game that signals that you are behind the curve at all there's really just only forward progress which i thought was just very nice and i think what also makes this a nice chill relaxing game to play where you could literally just spend a whole day just fishing you could place 20 crab pots out there if you really wanted to i don't recommend it crab pots fucking suck they're important for doing the side things that require crabs yeah there's some uh there's some pursuits that ask for crabs. This is true. But but something does not true. necessarily become good if it's required. That's what I say. <laughs> this That's is true. true. No, how I many, had it. Go ahead. How many of the pursuits and stuff did you complete? I did them all, James. I think we did all except the rare fish. Mm, I want to um, do the rare fish still. I found one, and by that I mean Zoe told me where it was because she remembered. Um from when she had seen it in her own game like the one in the waterfall the waterfall i should i should have remembered that one but i didn't so you know i um, i just went full tilt into the waterfall i was like either there's something back there or i'm fucking my (laughs) ship up i like that and you're like yeah because there's a fish and this is a problem yeah i knew there was something beyond the waterfall and i still fucked my ship up. (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah, I mean, I so I didn't actually complete literally everything because there are things that are not marked as pursuits or quests. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's like, um, because the guys who eat stuff that need the fish, those are the the hooded figures. Those are marked. But for example, the bring me the exact crab shape that I need is not marked. Right. All of the like shrines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a difficult time finding some of those. Yeah. Slash, I like don't finding think the I shrine itself, or like finding. Yeah, I don't think I found all the, the stuff shrines. to put in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There, f- and I had trouble with some of them finding them. Well, fair. There, there appears to be like a knowable and mathable amount of everything. Like, yeah, there's a hooded figure on every island, except for the. And they're always between. <laughs> they, they're in the there's land. There's a hooded between. figure between islands. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's four, and they're at like exactly in midpoints between two islands. Oh yeah, that um, makes like sense. The I don't islands. think I've done. Yeah. I definitely haven't done all of them then. And they have like huh. a desire to like I I'm pretty sure like get fish from both places. Yeah. Whereas I thought maybe like it was gonna be one of those things where it's like the first two were super easy, but then the third one is like bring me a late game fish and run it across the fucking map, which I would have done, but. It was not that. <laughs> it's like, go get a fish that's just a little farther, would you? And you're like, I will. Um, or even worse, bring me a crab. Fuck! Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. 
yes, the crab pots. They are fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's such a satisfying game to play. It's such a, yeah. like... The music is amazing. Like, amazing. Like, it, it feels like... Okay, so you can listen to this music in this game very loud if you want to. Which is, like, not very loud. But, like, that's one of the ways you would, like, hear all the details. Um, and you can do the same if you're trying to, like, survive the fucking outside but this game feels like it was designed to be listened to like really chill and quiet Mm -hmm. like also Mm -hmm. which i fucking love because it's like the music sounds so fucking amazing chill and quiet like so so good (laughs) and so yeah but man it's a good fucking game boys like i get it i get why people like it so much i like i get it absolutely yeah what else? And we also played the DLC. That's true. For this yes. game as well, the Pale Reach, um, which I think was like I I personally just really enjoyed it because it just I don't know it it's it does exactly what a DLC needs to do. It just it gives you just a little bit more, a little bit more dredge, you know, a little bit more of an objective, a little bit more things to hunt for, a little bit more things to explore. Yeah. And. I don't know, doing it in an ice setting. I don't know. Breaking those ice chunks with your little, Mm. the thing you put on the front of your boat was like satisfying as hell. Yeah. (laughs) Like I love just doing that. Yeah, that was was such a good upgrade. It just felt really fun. And and I, I felt like the way that they designed the island just like really played into it where there's all these twists and turns that you have to go through. And then you get that, and you can yeah. just plow right through like all the straight. twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. <clears throat> I, you know, I, yes, I would have, personally, I would have liked it to be bigger, longer. Mm-hmm. I would have, like, because, but, you know, listen, like, that that's just not the dredge way. And I, I can accept that. I can, like, back off. But I'm just saying, like, for me, like, the main game, all the islands were a beautifully short length. But I always felt like I wanted a little bit more depth out of them. And I thought, okay, maybe in the DLC, this is like there. You've beaten the game now. Like we kind of take you to the next step. It's a little bit larger. Um, and it's totally not that. It's just another island. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's in fact great. But but if you're looking for like, oh shit, like, like I've put together all of my dredge knowledge and experience in boat. Like now let's tackle the DLC. It's not that at all. And in fact, it's so much not that, that when you end it, it ends with so little fanfare, you are lost. (laughs) Like James, were you lost? I was fucking lost. (laughs) I was like, Oh, Oh, that's it. All right, cool. I got a little upgrade that like will help me. 100% 100% the game and then I did not 100% the game yeah but then you like already basically have that power already at right. least if you're me at the end of the game so I'm just sort of like oh they gave me a worse but cooler looking version of this power that's no 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 the the anchor is movable right and you can go back to it yeah you can go back to it okay going back to it okay so that's the part that's better Right. Because you could just teleport back to the I see what you're saying. The back to it. Yeah, no, the back you can to always cool. teleport back to the main island. That that's like the third power that you get or something. Second right, power yeah. that you get. Yeah. But mm-hmm. 
Um, but the, the with the anchor, you can you can teleport back to the anchor. So okay, no, that when you say that, James, that makes a lot of sense. I just I essentially never used it. I like beat the game, thought tried to use it, thinking that it would continue the game. <laughs> Was very confused. <laughs> Like we fucking like we like so we fucking took that thing and then we were like looking around and there was like a scary tornado and we were like oh fuck that's like that's the next part of the game right a tornado ported in through the teleporter from the ice world wait to, really like, Blackstone Isle so I was like there's a tornado in Blackstone Isle those aren't supposed to be here follow it and then I like tried oh, to follow shit. it and then she gave the most disappointed because it just like disappeared and she was like you weren't even fucking close to it like it probably just despawned I me mean, Jesus Christ I was like come on it's not that. God damn. So then we're just like literally like just like we're doing circles in our boat trying to create fucking more. <laughs> like it was yeah, it was it was pretty cringe uh, into the game there. Um into the DLC I should say. But yeah, like so for example like okay. Like like okay, Liza P, for example. Strange comparison, but it like starts the friendliest, tamest um most like easy to get into like dark Souls style game that's ever existed like by far by like a million miles and it does an incredibly slow and tasteful ramp like it is like you'll play 20 hours and enjoy every moment where your dark souls instincts are just you're just so far ahead and you're killing everything i mean it's not that it's not difficult at times but it's just you like they just are so much less cruel than dark souls is they're just so much nicer to you at the beginning and then they slowly but surely one after another after another introduce dark souls cruelty to you in a like controlled way that doesn't frustrate you and then add it in so that the final levels feel like dark souls that are that level of cruel and you've like had the slowest and most beautiful ramp to get there and the beauty of that is then at the end you're playing like the highest level dark souls game like any other one but at the beginning, you're sort of celebrating the beauty and the easiness. And not that it needed to be this way, but I, I sort of was hoping Dredge was going to have some aspect of this. Not that it needed to be Dark Souls cruel, but just that it would get deeper and deeper. But I don't think it was here to do like that. What kind of, like, what kind of difficulty, like, ramp would you expect from something like Dredge, do you think? Yeah, I don't know if it's difficulty ramp. Well, okay, actually, maybe it is. But it's not in, like, gameplay. It would be in, like, perhaps complexity yeah complexity of the mystery mm. not like harder to solve but more steps like imagine an island set and then you do the top piece but then it turns out you actually get sucked underneath and then there's like an under level that's like a so it's like double in length now now you're doing the same architecture but it's like you're underneath underwater or so, like just some mm -hmm. maybe that's stupid but don't don't quote me on the idea but it's just, not stupid no that sounds like fun but <clears throat> and it sounds very in-world in a certain sense. Um. Yeah, I was kind of like expecting some puzzles to span between islands mm. maybe a little bit more than they actually mm. did. Like each island is fairly well contained within its own area. Um, I would even argue the only things that really do span across multiple islands perhaps would be like the hooded figures you get fish for or like sure. finding rare fish. I'm remembering um, now that there was one, I don't know if it was tool tip or like something that somebody said that fish sell for different prices at different islands. 
Yeah. Did did any I, of you I, ever explore that system or no. even consider it after the first time? Because I thought about it a lot on my way to the first island and then immediately was like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> I did consider it only after I got the teleportation feature where like that immediately teleports you back to yep. Blackstone, like your third power. And by that time, I was going really hard in purchasing upgrades for my boat. So I was kind of like trying to prep my ship for endgame. So what I would do is I would fish on islands, teleport to Blackstone, and sell them in Blackstone or uh, in oh. uh, Greater Marrow for like the higher price, just to like really, you know, I guess like make money faster in a way. Um, but it's not necessary. Right. I mean, like. You can obviously, like, it, it's not so punishing to sell a fish in the exact area that it's... It doesn't uh, feel punishing in. at all. It's not punishing at all. Right. Like, like I never... Because I don't think that's the point, really. It's yeah. not like the fucking, like, turnip market in Animal Crossing where you're, like, monitoring prices day by day to hopefully get, like, the better gain and there's, like, yeah. charts and graphs and fucking algorithms with everything. Like, no, like... I think it's just for people... Again, like, it, it's a... It's like a little bonus for people who like min-maxing, perhaps. But like, if you choose not to go that route, it's not like the game is gonna slap you over the head, being like, "No, fucking interface with this, like interface with this yeah. part of the game." Like, yeah. it, it honestly, it nice. felt like, like it. an idea that they put <clears throat> put in the game and then never bothered to get rid of. So, like, know? wasn't really like the purpose. Mm -hmm. It turns out. Yeah, it's like it it was an idea that they had and then they were like, "And we don't need that." Yeah, I it's weird. It's like <clears throat> it's it is like a min-max thing technically, but I feel like it's almost not even for min-maxers necessarily. I mean, who knows what yeah. it's for, but like, it's like I ended up with infinite money. Yeah, same. Right. In fact, that was another thing I was looking for in the DLC, like things to buy and to upgrade, you know? Just like give me another <laughs> a little bit. But okay. You know, like I'm not mad about it, but I just I just like I think they I th and I, I briefly saw the re reviews for the DLC and people were not like overwhelmingly positive about it. And I think it's just because I think there is this desire to like, to have a bit more of it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a bit, well, I should, okay, hold on. Let me rephrase. I'm just, I'm using that like very tepid, like very modern phraseology where everything is just a bit more, or a bit less, but like, no, they want more than a bit. I think it's really the, way I'm, the words I'm trying to use. Um, they want more they want more not a bit more more but i enjoyed all that i could get let's put it that way um mm -hmm. but yeah like it also the re this game it, in its flow it's so interesting sorry that you were so afraid of the like the hundredth day or, or some sort of system like that it's so interesting it didn't occur to me at all and i lived in complete ignorance and it was joyous like it right. never occurred to me to worry about that and so i loved not having to worry about that i guess and it wasn't there so great um but right it, it felt this game feels like the type of game that you would recommend to basically anyone and and i really mean that because like this is the type of game that like we could recommend to our parents i say that because like mm -hmm. you know People have different gameplay styles, but like typically, right, if you're not a hardcore mid-maxer gamer like we are, and you know, 
we're not the most hardcore, but goddamn, are we, we are not the least hardcore. I'll tell you what. Um, especially at this point, it's like if you know, if you're not that good or you're new or like you're just not at the like insane gameplay level of some of these other people, this game is happy to meet you at your pace. It's happy to reward you for, you know, you took your day to go fish. You took a couple of days to go fish. You didn't do the most efficient fishing pattern. And yeah, I think it's just there. there isn't a curve. There isn't a curve. I guess the curve is technically something like, well, if you're so bad at driving and you crash all the time, you do need to pay for those repairs. And so if you are making less money, then... The cost of repairs that you're like smashing your ship which just seems so so unlikely but i guess i don't you know i don't mean to like shame someone but there could be somebody out there doing that yes um but like you know if you make it to a dock like you can go there's there's fishing pools right outside the dock that are not going to get you terrified that are not the most money you could make from fish sure but but if you need to take that step you know there's 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 even though you're out on the water and it gives such a feeling of like the scariness of being out on the water or the unease or the, you know, the precariousness perhaps of being out on the water, there are always footholds in this game. Always, 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 always. There's always a way back in. And so like, I just feel like, you know, someone could play this. I played it kind of slow. Someone could play it slower than me by a considerable amount and they would get a wonderful experience. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I do love that a lot. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Also, I want to shout out the fact that I think Dredge executes on uh, Todd Howard's famous saying a lot better than Todd Howard could ever do in Starfield. Which um, which, which phrase? <laughs> which would just be the, see that mountain? You can go to oh, it. Oh, they're going to say it just works. That's what I liked about Dredge. Yeah. Mm. Like... Dredge is like, you see that island, yeah. you can sail to it and explore it. And most likely you're going to find like either like a cool little trinket or a flag or something. But it's going to make the explora- exploration worth it. Yeah. Which, you know, that's not procedurally generated islands. Another plus. Oh my to god. <laughs> that's the DLC we needed was procedurally generated islands in like some sort of like roguelike fucking god, please don't do this, guys. Come on. I mean, that could be fun though. No, James. It cannot be fun. Like just think about it a little <laughs> bit. Like it could be fun to to like and to have procedurally generated islands and fish and like have you you have to like you can only go to each shop like one time and then you have to make it through these weird twists and turns to find the next one like that could be really fun yes james it could (laughs) but (laughs) you have to understand like that's like it's just just it's just not stretch bro mccoy sounding like a disappointed parent right like damn it (laughs) well you're not it would be a very different game it would be a very 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 different game no, you're not wrong. It's just like, it reminds me, you know what it is, dude? It's not, okay, this is actually like, this is too far. It, 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 what you're describing reminds me more of like that DLC mode they added to Prey, 
Like, okay, that's yeah. kind of reasonable. But what it feels like to me is when they keep trying to sell Last of Us multiplayer to me. It's like, what are you Wait, doing? Wait, Last of Us has multiplayer? No, it doesn't, James. Or it shouldn't. <laughs> it doesn't. That's the point. It shouldn't. And they just canceled the most recent one, which was supposed to co- coincide with Last of Us 2 or something. It was just... I, listen, I'm not a journalist. But the point is, like, it was just like they just canceled it. They were like, it turns out this was not a good idea. And I was just... I literally stood up on the at the dinner table and just shouted, like, nobody thought... This was a good idea. Have you ever seen what someone looks like who plays Last of Us? It's not a multiplayer game. What are you doing? Like, yeah, but but the executives wanted that multiplayer money, mm-hmm. that always online. You know, they saw how much money the Call of Duty Battle Pass makes, exactly. and they said, "Give that to me." Bro, a Last of Us Battle Pass was like the dark future that we almost got to, bro. I don't know if I wanted that, to be honest with you. God damn, bro. I would love to see what the rewards for that are. You're like, Ellie now can wear a hat in this devastatingly emotional scene. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that's actually so fire. Let's just ruin the, the integrity, like the artistic integrity of Last of Us with skins in the game that show in the cutscenes. So you like, can get like dance emotes. Cheek you can get dance emotes dog. that you can use in the game. Fuck, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, you're like this. So this is oh, um, man. this is beach Ellie. Like this is fucking snow Ellie. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh god, that this was is dance. Ellie wearing in the McDonald's the sponsored uh, uniform. Yeah, like there's like oh my god, that's that's really dude. You James, you know how to go there. You just know how to find <laughs> wherever that is. That's horrifying. Can you imagine like a Fortnite dance on like on top of like the NPC that like you hear the backstory and like the like you know you're about to like s- stealth execute them and then there's this like moment in one of the games at one point where they humanize one of these people you're about to kill and just imagine fortnite dancing on that person's corpse like it's just it's just it's so god oh christ it's like viral moments from the last of us it's like this this guitar dlc that they added you know to the remaster where you can like play your own songs and then it's like fortnite dancing on real people like just Mm -hmm. fuck yeah um yeah. yeah, so they wanted to do that. And they canceled it. Yeah. But so, you know, I don't know. Dredge really knows what it is. It really knows what it is. It 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 feels so much like you can see the ends of the game when you're playing it. Like as in, huh, I think I might have seen all of the coastal creatures. And you're like, maybe right. Um, mm. And you're like, huh, I think I've seen all the upgrades. Like, I think I'm actually getting close to being done. Or, for example... James, like you had, like, oh, I've, I think I'm seeing the end of the money game. Um, yeah. But somehow it does that without feeling like that empty. I mean, again, like I said, I want a little more depth, but like, damn, like it sort of, it, it gave me this feeling of like, I can sit here and farm for the next upgrades for my journey. And that is the way that I like to approach it. I do like to complete my side quests so that I can have my focus, so that I can, you know, move forward and i could maybe i'll farm a little bit um but you don't have to like you can to be a little bit ahead to feel good and to feel prepared but you don't need to like you're gonna get there 
like no matter what you'll just be a little ahead so i sort of ended the race i think a little ahead and i think i can accept that but you know right and it just kind of feels satisfying that way to be a little bit ahead mm as well like you just kind of felt fully prepared for like the end game area um i don't know and i even like would argue like there's parts of this game like there are a lot of parts of the game where it, like i kind of figured out the i guess like the gimmick of the island before it was told to me via game like the and i guess this is what i mean by like the game being like good for people who don't normally game mm -hmm. like I guess if you play games a lot, like, you notice patterns, you can, like, kind of figure out what's happening. Like, I know, like, McCoy, we figured out that, like, that fish is deaf and that the little tiny piranhas are, like, alerting it, like, well before the game just, like, basically told us, like, yo, this fish is deaf. And we're like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> like, we feel super That's smart so interesting right <laughs> because I went off course once and ended up in the... <laughs> temple with the hermit like early on like before i went to the the mangrove huh um really? okay and i just talked to this i talked to the guy <laughs> and then read everything on the island and was like huh i should probably go back to the starting place and figure out where i was supposed to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's <clears throat> totally fine to do. But no, well, so actually, I mean, like, to your points, right, though, like, we read the code. You know what I mean? Like, not exactly. We didn't actually read the code. But we didn't understand that the fish was deaf, but we understood the mechanic of the little fish are alerting the big fish because of our, like, mm, testing with right. the little fish of, like, one was after me, and I was, like, scared and running and banishing and, like, just, like, doing all this. And then I was like, okay, you know... I think well, we were just talking about it. Like, would we be willing to just go and see? Like, what does it do? Hull damage? Does it eat our fish? What does it? Do? We got. I think we want to know. Which is like a very like gamer figuring out the code method of approaching it. Whereas like the maybe RP method is like I would never let the like you wouldn't just in real life be like I wonder what this piranha does. Let's stick our hand in there. Fuck, <laughs> that fucking hurts. Oh, it turns out that it hurts you. You know, but but in game sometimes it's very bad. So we like figured it out from that way. Trial and error. I I think we did that with a couple of different island mechanics as well just sort of like figuring out them by just observing them and poking them and prodding them and you know okay i've got a bunch of fish on the boat right now so maybe now is not the right time but if i empty my ship maybe now is the right time to go see what they do um or the one fish in the mangrove or the the monster in the mangrove how we were trying to uh, get it underneath the trap before we even unlocked the ability to bait traps yes. yet mm. i've was feeling like we were so fucking smart and then nothing happened and then the pilot's like i'm gonna need you to bait these traps I'm like dude we've been trying to do this <laughs> the whole time exactly <laughs> what will we have done without you dog like yeah yeah and then he just sort of like traps them and then watching them die in this weird like animation is like sort of it's kind of a sad vibe yeah sad. there's like a moment of like jesus like I outsmarted it, and like in its final moments, it saw like its opponent, and it thought it could make one more move and win. But in this, it was like, I don't know, I don't know, no glory in that death. Um, <laughs> didn't die a Klingon's death, I'll tell you what. 
Um, although we did shout to the heavens afterwards. It's <laughs> just a fire reference. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a fire reference for anyone who just recently watched Star Trek. But yeah. Um, but dude, like, yeah, it was. It was also a fun game. So it's definitely a fun game to play alone. It was also a fun game to play with co-pilot. I like really appreciated like Zoe just watching me stream and like just giving me advice and helping me keep together my ideas of what I was doing and then occasionally, you know, being like, oh, I think we should do it this way. Like, and us just like figuring it out together. I don't know if I did a good job describing what we did, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's really nice for that, honestly. And I, I think that's a sign... I, don't know, I just really love that style of gameplay truthfully like having someone like help remember sort of what you're doing and help you strategize like how to do it and then it allows you to sit there and be like all right i am gonna like not crash this thing like i'm just i like i have my objective don't fucking crash this thing um so it's really good for that too i imagine it'd be good for yeah like essentially like dude whatever wherever you think you're gonna fit this into your life and it works it's gonna work like before bed yeah like on a sunday when you're just tired and chilling yes like in the morning before you get up yeah probably yeah yeah I'm not gonna say it's gonna lead to a productive day but it might um <laughs> it's just yeah one more day one more day five hours later Fuck. <laughs> you're like catching fish and shit like and then you're just like oh my god i need real food like i'm fucking dying <laughs> like oh my god um I feel like this game in the morning is like how all those fucking like DoorDash commercials are. They're like, you're a gamer. Like on Twitch, you know what? They know they're gamers that they're like advertising to you. Like you're a gamer, but you're too fucking you lazy. You can't fucking cook, idiot. Yeah, or go outside. And like you have way more important <laughs> things to do. And then the things that they show on the screen are never important. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like that's what you're sk- <laughs> like. You're you're getting stuff delivered for that. Like this is just seems like poor planning. But I mean, it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But I just think like it'd be more important that... There's no strategies that yeah, no, no, there's no strategies sessions. <laughs> and like if there was, I'd have a lot more kindness, but there's no way those people in those commercials are having strategy sessions. Those people are just living on the whims of their being. They are just shouting into the heavens. And listen, we play Halo. We shout into the heavens. We get one percent recoveries too. Um but at the right time. That's what I say. At the right time. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe we've done a lot of talking about it. I think we're kind of there no i mean there's there's a couple of story things that we haven't really talked about but that's okay i mean we don't really have to spoil everything in in every game that we play um i think that the way that the story unfolds in this game is uh really interesting and well well done um it's over text which i i was totally fine with um but it's, I mean, it's like very based on your progression. Um, and I think that, um, like slowly figuring out what's going on is kind of the whole point of the game and also the whole point of the story, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. The creative direction is fucking perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, especially after that collector reveal. Yeah. I think was yeah. really cool when you realize that the art like the the portrait of the collector that you've been looking at all game is not i guess spoilers it's not a guy coming out of a door but right. it's a guy like a reflection looking in the, in the mirror. mirror yeah yeah which 
I thought that was an awesome sort of reveal there. Just very well done. Yeah. And um, and like just before that reveal, people start talking about how like talking to you as though they have known you for a long yes, time. Which is and really you're like, wait, feeling. what? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you're also picking up, yeah, all these like bottles that are talking about a fisherman and his wife, and then just kind of slowly starting to reveal, like, wait, you are that fisherman. Right. You lost your wife. I love this section because yeah. it's like it starts with we don't have to spoil every story beat, and then it just is like let's just quickly wrap up like every and then, story and then, beat. And then Zoe was like, and yeah. we're spoiling Post. it. <laughs> Yep. With the shady leg, which I respect. It is. No, I, yeah. think, I think that that was totally not fine. to mention. This it, is the place. It led to probably one of like the more like I don't know. Like there, there's two endings to this game. Oh, there are. Um, yes. So there is there is a canon there is a canon ending, I guess, or like I guess the normal ending, and then there's like a secret. Wait, ending. The normal ending is dark oh, as fuck. By the way, well. like it's just like what the fuck? Yeah. Like so like oh my god. Yeah, the normal ending is uh you wake up an eldritch old god who's slumbering in the ocean and like all of the premonitions oh, that you've been watching yeah. that you've been like finding on these stones come true and like the world burns and then the credits is just like you just watch like as they just like pan basically like over the town that's just on fire and mm -hmm. fucked up and you're just like, whoa, yeah. what a vibe. Like, this was not quite the vibe I was thinking I was going for. <laughs> and it's like, it's all just like, it's actually kind of like fun too, because the way the quest text is written, it's sort of just like, it's very Bioshock, would you kindly? Like, it's just like, mm -hmm. hey, like, you, you do this. And you're like, oh, I do that. Turn in the pocket watch. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yep. <laughs> and so it just feels like totally like, well, that's how I've been doing the whole game and it's worked out fine. I mean, there's been a couple points where I felt a little weird about what I was doing, but that's okay. And then you just sort of like ruin the world. You're like, oh, oh, that. <laughs> to try and revive your dead wife. I think you succeed. That... Do you succeed? Yeah, you see her coming At out of the water. At the cost water. of the world. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I mean, you you definitely see her body come out of I the see. water, but like, is she alive? You know, great, great question. You know, great fair question. Point. I didn't talk to her. Did not take a pulse. Oh, that's yeah. so unfortunate. She's not even alive. You're like, oh fuck! I didn't even get. I didn't even get my wife. Like, fuck! Like, <laughs> watching as this Cthulhu character just <laughs> roams about the earth, and you're like, well, this is gonna be hard to the town. Or, yeah, exactly. Like the <laughs> town. Like the town. Or fucking, it's like yelling. You're like. You sold us under all for your wife. And you're like, technically, I didn't even get my wife. And they're like, that's so stupid. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is a nightmare. Um, so alternatively, James, you can go to the lighthouse lady and you can't. Before you turn in the pocket watch, you have to get the book first, though. Okay. No, Sorry, that's go good. Go it's a good point because like sequentially it matters. And also like when the game is like, hey. You are now on the final path. And you're like, mm. and it's like, are you sure? And then you're like, yes. It's like, are you really sure? And you're like, bro. Um, when and it's like, but we're not going to save anything. You're like, it's okay, bro. Like, go crazy. Like, like it was like, they were like, they were like telling you, like, this is the point where you go on the GTA shooting spree. But I'm like, I don't have a, okay. Um, but anyways, they're like, nothing is get saved. And then you like go and do the game and then you reset again thinking, God, there's got to be a better ending than this um the like sequence of what you do next like matters and you're technically reset back to a little further in the past 
than the message screen indicates and so like that confused the shit out of us at least me mm. i don't know if so it was dialed mm. on this but i was confused <laughs> thoroughly um at the sequence of what you need to do because it's like you you don't get the book basically you you have to go get the book again whatever but listen if you need to do this look up a guide online um don't don't come to a podcast but yeah just moral of the stories yeah you got to get the book give it to her um and then the woman yeah. at the lighthouse in greater marrow yeah and then what happens Zoe? good things uh it's still a bittersweet ending heartbreak but the town's alive um but yeah you basically just the old lady at the lighthouse she's like you know what you must do with this book and you're like i think i know what i need to do with this book and she's like i'm gonna illuminate via the lighthouse where you need to go drop this book into the sea sail out there you drop the book and then there's this like monster creature it's not the cthulhu creature at the end of the regular ending rather it's a creature you do see on the outskirts of the fourth and final island you explore it's just this huge, monstrous, dinosaur-like fish. It's humongous. Um, but it just basically comes up and swallows you whole. Oh. And then uh, the town's alive, but you're dead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's more bittersweet. It's more like, ah, I brought the fisherman to his wife. I guess they lived They got together in the end after all, just in death. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I guess more of a bittersweet ending mm. there. Yeah. That's not bad. It's not bad. It just it's like it's just less did I fuck everything up? It's less like like um no spoilers, but in Cyberpunk there is a point where you can make a decision. And if you make one decision, everything just starts flashing red and everyone just starts looking at you like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you're like, oh, God, it's it's like that's what the ending of this game is, to be honest. It's the main ending. You're just everything is just red <laughs> yeah. and on fire. And you're just like, oh, was I evil? What the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> right. You're just kind of sitting back stunned, just like, oh, oops, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So if you want to get away from that feeling, you know, quick Googling and another method. That can be done really quickly. is is nice. I don't know. I liked I liked the ending. You know, it's it's weird and fucked up, and you know. I think it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And you know what else is appropriate about the ending? Damn it! That I fucked up my own transition. Let's go into reviewing Reading because it? yes. <laughs> Fuck! I was gonna say we have a hard out yes. in ten minutes, yes. so we better get this thing done. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But I had a really yeah. elegant thing in my head, and then it just like it just just fell apart um again we owned in halo i'm not gonna lie to you we were amazing we rolled yeah we won like every game for like 10 games straight and it was nuts maybe like a slayer loss in there but listen that's just our mo that's, <laughs> that's slayer. just slayer <laughs> we don't have as many gamers as we need bro we don't have enough mountain dew we're all like healthy and shit it's like fucking 9 30 motherfuckers are passing out anyways um 80% of the p our player base does not like to drive vehicles, and that's how we lose Slayer. Yeah, it's a view, and it's become more of a vehicle game, like, since we or played. Or only feels comfortable in vehicles and can't shoot for shit. I mean, yeah, you know. No, exactly. We have the perfect balance, and I'm just sitting there being yeah. like, I really wish that. Dude, you know what? I, no, I won't even say that, but I will say it's really funny, is, like, Gabe will every once in a while come to me in, in, like, in private, and he'll, like, look over both shoulders, and he'll be like, I'm going to be real with you. He's like, 
I'm having a hard time losing sometimes in Halo when I do really well. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm like, Gabe, you do so well. And he's like, I know, I know. He's like, I think it's just a makeup thing. He's like, if we just, you know, it's like we need the right amount of gamers. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like got the whiteboard out and shit. But anyways, um, it's really, it's, it's, it's quite awesome. Um, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of tilted. Yeah, no, it's just like it's just him. Like, but he's such a has such an immaculate vibe. So it's like when he comes to me, he's like, it's you know, it's cool, it's cool. But like, I am having an emotional problem around this, and I'm just like, he'll like explain to me like, because it's like every once in a while, like so like you can get any amount of fuck, God, steady. Um, okay, look, I'll finish this idea and then we're out of here. Um, it's just <laughs> you can get any amount of people you want in Halo. Did somebody just we should move on? chat in the in the dm <laughs> sorry no no mccoy did this to himself. no so actually it turns out and this is a larger topic that i won't get into but um basically the way you lose is when the naysayer exists in your own mind then you can't even mm-hmm. focus you interrupt yourself you literally don't stand a chance anymore um, and um yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. point where which you lose but the yeah. point where we win is get through our review section so all right um I picked this one, apparently, <laughs> and I have a sick track record of picking games I don't know the fuck anything about, but I just feel the rumblings, and so fair enough, I'll go last. So let's start with fucking, let's do Zoe, then James, then me. We'll be done. Okay. Sounds great. All right. Um, I mean, I, I love this game. I think it was, I think the perfect game for the perfect time, and especially during, during the stress of the holiday season and everything like that, or, you know, whenever the fuck we've played this game. Um, it's just been a fun game to like come, you know, kind of come home to, to sit down to, to relax to. Um, like, like I said, has this like just the right amount of mystery, eeriness, um, intrigue in it that had me keep playing, while also kind of having these. I don't want to say they're mundane tasks, but just have these like little chores that you can do as well to kind of you know, preoccupy your mind and, you know, you can literally spend a whole play session just just fishing if you want to and there's no penalty for it. Um, or you can, you know, still explore and, you know, try to unravel more of that mystery. It really just depends on, like, the flavor you're looking for for that day and Dredge will give it to you. And I just think it's a, it's a very wonderful experience. And I think Dredge... Like, I also like Dredge because it did not overstay its welcome. I do wish, like, I do echo McCoy and James's points of, like, I do wish there was maybe more, just more to the story or to the, I don't know, just to the content. Like, I, I keep on, like, craving more of it or, like, wanting it to go deeper into, like, either lore or things. Um, but, like, at the same time, I, I just also loved what a very like small condensed experience it was how bite-sized each of the islands were um and the tasks tasks you have to do within it are as well um and so overall it was just a very pleasant experience um so i think i'm gonna give this game i think i'm gonna give it a two thumbs up like i would recommend this game to anybody um and it was just such a joy to play by myself. It was such a joy to watch like Archon style with watching McCoy play. It was just a very joyous experience to have. Um, very nice to have off the back of Soma mm. <laughs> for the most mm. part. Um, 
it was just kind of like the perfect reset moment in a way there. Mm. Uh, so yeah. It's really funny that Soma was supposed to be our like recovery from cyberpunk. And then like we need a recovery from the recovery, <laughs> which was Dredge. Listen, we did it perfect. Exactly. What can I say? <clears throat> yep. Flawless. It, it, it kind of did work out though. Cause like, yeah. I don't know. Soma was so incredible in certain ways and so yeah. such a disaster in other ways, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> true, true. True. For us in particular, not in general. We're scaredy cats, uh, bro. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, it doesn't seem right. to be super relevant in normal life very often. Every once in a while it is, though. Like, a shadow will get me, and I'll be like, damn, that shadow just got me, bro. Like, are you serious? I'm walking. Dude, somebody behind me at work today said my name in a funny voice, and I jumped. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, James. You're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> This game, I really, really enjoyed this game. Um, you could probably tell from from the way we talked about it. I think we all really did. Yeah. Um, I've been struggling between two thumbs and a gold star. I get it. Um, and sense. I kind of agree with Zoe that that it might have just missed the gold star because of that kind of, because they did such a good job at keeping it easy to digest that yeah. there just wasn't quite enough meat on the bone yeah. for yeah. for just like really going deep in the in that way that that we love on the podcast at the very least um but like it's it's such a fun game to play that it's really hard to i don't know yeah i kind of i'm gonna give it a gold star fuck it like it's so fun yeah. <laughs> it's so fun it's yeah. it's such a great experience um i you know i would literally like pop this on at like 10 30 at night i would just jump into this game and then play for two and a half hours when i had to work the next day just like yeah i barely ever do that for games so um this game was doing something right and I, I vibed with it. Fair. Super fair. Yeah. I, oof, I'm, I'm on the same fence, bros. Because, like, here, here's how I, I think it's really just a matter of us articulating the fence with which we feel this game sits. Because yeah, I, I, it's hard to not give a gold star a work like this that is clearly, like I want to say like a masterpiece or something like it's it's clearly a work of a master mm -hmm. at least whether it's a masterpiece that we yeah. can discuss but it's clearly the work of masters it's the the tastefulness of its execution on all fronts is astonishing truthfully um like it's but at the same time damn James that case about death like I feel that, man. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that so much. Like, is it weird to want more? Like, huh. Yeah. It's tough. Like, the sound is amazing. The visuals are amazing. Oh, the other thing I need to mention, it is smooth as fuck, dude. It mm -hmm. runs so nice, dude. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, it's a, it's just mesmerizing. The only thing that I would criticize is that it doesn't have warthog controls for driving the boat. So if you turn the camera <laughs> and you're, like, trying, it's so easy to crash if you turn the camera. Like, you, like, I was resetting the camera behind my, my, my boat constantly for fear of just, like, going off course. 
and ending up on a fucking different island like James or worse, crashing and dying. Um <laughs> Fuck. It's hard. I I think it's probably a gold star. I'm just not sure. Ah, fuck. Like, is it for me exactly? I've never heard us talk so, like, casually and almost low energyly. It might just be the season. About such an amazing game, though. Like, like, really, like... And I don't know what that means, but I just know that I felt that. Like in myself and in everyone. It's because it's but such a casual. I think it encapsulates the game. vibes of this yeah. game. Yeah, like it's just a casual, fun game. It doesn't need a high octane. Like you need to play this game right now. Yeah. But like, doesn't it kind of <laughs> suffer that a little? Like, I feel like the sell to us was not that good for this game, and yet you play it, and you're like, oh fuck, right. I would have played this way earlier if I had known. That's what it was. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No, but you're right. It is. Maybe. It is. It's not a high octane game. It was. A fucking amazing vibe i'm listening to the music all the time um i'm even just launching the game to hear the sounds of the water and just like test my fucking different audio systems with the sounds of the water just like the the just Ooh. kaplunks and the fucking it's just just the kerplunks i love it yeah i mean honestly <laughs> so it's good man um I, I i think i'm gonna go with gold star because it's just the masterwork quality is just undeniable um Hmm. but let's make another game boys and let's not have it be a battle royale whatever the fuck so we're showing me this nightmare these motherfuckers also worked on eh. that was the publisher okay. that wasn't the actual developers thank god, that game. Thank god. <laughs> uh, make another one and let's fucking put it on our radar and yeah let's get the fuck out of here thanks for listening yeah we yeah. are Going into the holidays, boys, come on. I know we've been stalling out a little bit at the end of the year, but at the same time, we're also going to go into the actual holidays. Um, and so give us a little bit of leeway, but we'll see what we can do in terms of producing content. We'll try to, we'll try to pull something together. Um, but be kind and enjoy your life. And listen to the back catalog. It turns out it's a bunch of cool shit in there. Anyways. We played some awesome yeah. games. Okay. Yeah. What, an, what an incredible shout out, McCoy. Um, We've never done that before, and <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's so true. Well, that's because James, you you yeah. you started right. this idea really, just really. I'm sorry, but um, you just said to me one day, like, bro, if we visit week, why don't we just repost one of our great episodes? And that just like launched a flurry of interesting ideas in my mind of like we could actually tailor it. Like we could be like the next three ones that we miss are actually like from james's top five episodes of all time list or like we could just do there's so many cool things and so because there were so many ideas james i executed on none of them and seized um but <laughs> <laughs> but it's but zoe has a hard out three minutes yes yeah, so so we have out of here, to boys. go all right yeah and before we hit the stop button we're gonna do a clap out damn <gasps> this damn. is important all right I think McCoy's been asking for this for a long time, and I finally remembered. Let me have my moment. <laughs> this is your moment. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. All right. We're going to do a clap outro in three, two, one. Damn. Damn. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> the editor in me is crying tears of joy. Like, like, just like, he's just like, he feels so seen. Like, he, yeah, it was that and when Keenan fucking wrecked him with the voice message. That's the two points that he's really felt seen. <laughs> <laughs>